Hey, and don't forget, Project Arrowhead is brought to you by... Can anybody hear me? I, I can I? hear you fine. Okay. Project Arrowhead is brought to you by the Lansdowne Pub, the number one spot at the Mohegan Sun. Lansdowne Pub. Chef Randy comes up with a new special every day, and the music and fun are nonstop. Lansdowne Pub, Mohegan Sun. This week, Thursday, karaoke starring JPO. Friday, <laughs> Friday, we have Rob Brannon from Red Light, and on Saturday, the band you see in the video, the one, the only, Wicked Peach. That's oh my god! At the Lansdowne Pub, I literally love them. The number one night spot in the Mohegan Sun Casino. Uh, Wicked Peach Hi, is awesome. Hi, Alex. Hi, Amber. Amber. Woohoo! Wow, my what's girl. Up? I'm so excited. I just was... Actually, I just saw... Actually, I didn't just see her, but in the beginning of September, we went to a water park together. Wow. I'm going to sleep good tonight knowing that. Yep, you are. <laughs> Couldn't let anybody go without knowing that. So, um, what was I going to say to you? I was going to tell you something. I was so excited to tell you, and I lost it. Never mind. Oh, that's Stop, Jimmy. Um, so... Uh, I actually just purchased a new wig. It's blonde. So just so nobody's shocked the next time I'm on the radio show. She changed her hair again. I realized damaging my hair too much was uh, not worth it anymore. So wigs it is. I kind of like the wig that I had for uh, Halloween. Brought me back to my uh, 90s rocker day. I loved it. You did so good. I'm so proud. I saw all the pictures. You did fantastic. All right. So today is day two. Of our holiday giveaway. Last week, Brittany won. And she chose the $30 Visa gift card. This week, once again, we are playing for either a Walmart gift card, a Buffalo Wild Wing gift card, a Dunkin' Donuts gift card, if I don't keep it for myself, or another $30 Visa gift card. And it's easy. The rules are simple. There are no rules. No, I'm kidding. There are rules. We'll ask the question. You give the answer. If we don't like the answer, we'll change the question. No, I'm kidding. If we don't like the answer, you're out. Yeah. We'll, we'll ask the questions. You give us the answer. The first answer we see pop up on our screen. Us. Yeah. We. Not you. Yep. We. And this is where... It gets tricky. It gets tricky because just because you see your name pop up first with the answer, that not necessarily what we see here. No. It's what we see. Our internet speed is way better than yours, I'm going to assume. So we're seeing it in real time. And just because you saw your name above somebody else's does not mean you answered before them in our eyes. And we are happy to dispute any com- any comments or concerns with screenshots. Yeah. So... Brittany won last week, which means Brittany cannot win this week. She will not be eligible until next week. That doesn't mean she can't play. Everybody can still play. Yep. But if she gets first place, she'll just get her shout out. Actually, no. She can play. And if she (laughs) wins, I'll mail her something. Because I still have a box of all of my jewelry from when I sold it. A whole bunch of it. Randy, if that was the case, I would live there. Randy says, don't you just get free Dunkin' Donuts from being there every morning? Oh, Randy deleted me because him and I got in an argument. I can't see any of his comments. I love you, Randy, and I'm sorry for being a see you next Tuesday. Who was the see you next Tuesday? You or Randy? 
Me, always. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it first. You heard a, it an first. An apology from Gina, Gina to Randy. And I don't even know, but... I know. Okay, Brittany says she still wants to play. That's fine. If Brittany, yeah. if she answers and wins, then second place will get to pick their prize, and I'll mail her something on my own. And I, I want to go and, and just say thank you to everybody for the messages and... Um, all the birthday wishes from last week it was it was overwhelming and uh thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart thank you it's a that's a big milestone you just hit mom hits that next year the big 50 what are you talking about i hit 30 yeah 30 plus 20 30 for the 20th time jim that would make me 120 no for the seventh time no for the 20th time 30 times 2. That's, I'm in like... Like 600. Yeah. Dang. Talk about dog years. Right? So, um, I... Okay, so it's been a lot. So let's just kind of basically give a rundown of what before we start trivially. Yeah. Trivia before, Tri- like... Trivially? Trivially. Yeah, like yeah. a rundown of basically whatever, what I've been going... Like, hey, you're in a world of shit right now. I literally... <laughs> no, no, you really are. I li- By who? I don't know. Who did you just say was turning 50? My mother. Yeah. <laughs> My mother, Tammy, will be turning 50 in 2020. I, so I told her to, I gave her your message to shut it. But, I mean, mm. it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> 50 is going to be great. When, I, when I'm when i turned yeah. 30, I'm going to have an RIP to my youth party. So everybody's going to have to dress in black and bring me like flowers and stuff. Almost like a funeral. Jim is as old as Baby Yoda. <laughs> Interesting. This is true. This, this is, is true. Well, all right. You know, you know who Baby Yoda is? I've seen him. Okay. He's adorable. I love him. I like his memes, but that's it. So basically, let's give a really quick rundown before we start trivia of whatever, what I've been up to. Like, I literally haven't been on the show in months, and I just disappeared and didn't tell anybody except Jim, and, you know, that's how it happened. So basically, everybody knows I went through that whole entire spiel where I started my movement, and I went through all this stuff with a specific DJ that we're not going to name in this town, but I'm a little pet peeved about it because he got promoted at the Waterford Fire Department and brought back on. And I emailed the chief again after I spoke to him the first time. And he told me that he supported what I was doing and how dare I have to go through that and kicked him off. They now have rehired him and have given him a promotion. So after emailing the sergeant again, he ignored me. And that's fine if you want to promote somebody who is a rapist in your fire department. If you guys need somebody, don't call 911 for the Waterford Fire Department because I promise you, you don't want a rapist in your house rescuing you. So that's for all my people in Waterford. If y'all are there and there's something, let your house burn or let your dog choke on something because 911 is not going to help you in this case because they're a bunch of sorry, pathetic people. So we did that. Then we went to Scares at Care and I loved it. I had such a fantastic time. I met so many good people. I've had friendships that I would never give up with anybody. Um, people that didn't even know me knew my story and they protected me so much there. Like You got you to tell everybody about Sarah Butler. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, Jim was hyping up this girl. She's from a movie. He warned me not to watch it. It's called I Spit on Your Grave. And it's about this girl who ended up being raped, and she ended up getting revenge on her rapist. You know, the whole murder spiel, everything that we wish we could do to our rapists, she got to do. So, Jim was talking to her one morning, and I was still in the hotel room. And he came back and said that she really wanted to meet me and hear about my story. So, I went. And one thing led to another, and her and I are actually really good friends. She thanked me. I went and saw her every day at her table. Um, she gave me her business card. She took pictures with me. Like, I am friends with her on Instagram. We message back and forth all the time. And she promoted my movement for, you know, after I was raped. I 
created the movement Fight Fearlessly, which a lot of you guys know about. Um, and I gave her my card with the website on it, and it explains everything that I've been through and everything that I've been doing to to push past this and you know get the knowledge out there. And and she was just so humbled by the fact that it felt good that we knew that she got vengeance for her rapist. Yeah, can, can, really brings up a good point. Can we put a little caveat on that? Can we uh, give a shout out to all the good first responders in Waterford? Oh yeah, I didn't know Randy was one. Yeah, okay. If y'all gonna call nine one one, no, he's not. But I mean, let's <laughs> not categorize all of us. I'm categorizing all of them in Waterford. <laughs> I'm I am sorry. If you if Randy, I completely understand what you're saying because a lot of people hate Norwich cops for a lot of reasons. A lot of people ah. that scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> sorry. A lot of people have a pro- a lot of problems with. A lot of the first responders and police officers, because they're a lot of corrupt. I'm sorry, I'm not saying some are okay and some are not in Waterford. I, if if you were ever in a position where you were raped by somebody, I wouldn't take that chance by calling 911 and allowing Waterford Fire Department in my apartment or house or home or car. I wouldn't. So, Randy, I completely understand what you're saying. All first responders are not bad. My mom's best friend is a first responder, and I love him to death, and I love what he does. But I'm sorry, if you can run a business in Waterford at your fire department and allow somebody who's raped somebody and had had several police calls on them for several other sexual assaults and rapes, I don't think you would be calling Waterford Fire Department for anything. If somebody violated you like that, I really don't think that you'd be calling them for anything. So I stand where I stand. I wouldn't call them for nothing. I would rather let what is happening to me happen to me than call 911 and allow Waterford in my house. So, I mean, coming from somebody who was in that situation it's shitty I would never do it end of story so Randy (laughs) y'all are first responders and I love you guys so much but Waterford is not for me so yeah so we did that and then Sarah Butler is now like one of my really good friends and promotes my movement and she's on there all the time and like she asks me questions and it's actually awesome and I met Kane Hodder he plays Jason in Friday the 13th 7th 8th 9th and 10 and I got to sit down with him and talk to him and share my story with him and, you know, coming from such a big famous person, we all know a lot of people who have met Kane know that he comes up behind you and chokes you. That was something that I was warned about first thing. Yeah. yeah. I had to be warned because it's, unfortunately, that was something that took place. And, but he's, he doesn't do it roughly. Like, he's not, um, he's not, it was never triggering. And, yeah, I was warned about it. But, like, we sat down and talked about it. And he's like, you know, I really should be careful of what I do. I never thought of it like that. And he apologized so many times. And I said, it, you know, I can't walk around using that as an excuse for people not to do something. I was, but, you know, it was nice to sit down and have a heart-to-heart with this guy. So, yeah, I met a lot of good people. And, and who else? John Anderson. I saved the best for last. John Anderson. I'm, you know Guardians what? of the Galaxy. John you guys. Anderson. He is the main ravager. <laughs> and it's only because he's so tall and... and prominent he sticks out from everybody but he was a ravager he was in stranger things he was in godzilla he was in spider-man like this man is so humble for who he is and where what he's been in and to watch him like fangirl over sid or to fangirl over somebody that was in another movie with him it was so like bizarre to watch because that's how i was acting towards him like oh my god i can't believe i'm friends with a ravager i can't believe i'm friends with a movie star i sat at his table all weekend I could never believe it, and we talk all the time. He, no, I don't remember. Did you? Because I was running around like crazy. Did, I know. Did you get the chance to meet Sid? No, I got to talk to him when he was. We, our hotel was our hotel room was a couple doors down from his, right. and he was leaving one day when I was leaving. And he had his Sid costume with him, 
and I said I said hello and I said that I because he had his makeup on and I said wow you did a really good job and he told me it took him only five minutes eh, took me five minutes <laughs> very humble man you know rest in peace I'm very you yeah, know Sid was amazing fortunate to have been able to meet him maybe not to the extent that everybody else did but I was very fortunate to be able to at least have some part of conversation and be involved in a con with him because he was probably one of the most wanted celebrities there one of the most him and Mr. Bromley, for sure. Wilfred Bromley. Everybody was very upset. Brimley. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody guy. was so... But at least it was good that he ended up making it at the end. But yeah, Scares the Care was fantastic. And if you guys have not been down there, I highly suggest it. It's in Virginia. What town? Williamsburg, Virginia. Williamsburg, Virginia. So it's in Williamsburg, Virginia. The, the dates and stuff are announced every year at the end of every con for the next year so our dates have already been decided so if you guys want to go and take a look at that it's scares that care you can look it up or you can ask jim or i um we have them on our pages and if you guys are looking to get involved by all means the more people the merrier it was a great time and everybody like jim said is a family and we added a second one i don't know if i told you or not i know wisconsin i'm so excited that's so cool and i actually uh joe added me to diabetes you know what jim (laughs) You know what? Here's the perfect moment for John Anderson being like the biggest fangirl towards Wilfred because mm-hmm. <laughs> he brought a can of Quaker oats oh, yes, for this did. man to sign. <laughs> and when he did it, everybody else at the con went and got a thing of Quaker Oats oatmeal. And he couldn't bring it on the plane, so he actually had our friend Dana mail it, mail it to him. But like how cool is that? You've got somebody who's been in a an Avengers movie. Like he, they have been in this movie that we know and love. It's so big to us. Marvel has taken over everything, and he was over here so excited, waiting in line to get his oat sign. <laughs> yeah, John is a great guy. He was we'll so awesome. We'll have him on one day because he is. Uh, oh yeah, amigo. Oh yeah, he'll have to definitely be on, and yeah. he will do it too. He is just—he's such a down-to-earth person. So down to earth, so funny, kind. Like it's just, I'm glad this was my first con I ever went to. And I think I think Sarah's filming another movie. She is. So afterwards, maybe we can get Sarah. Yeah, Sarah actually is. She is. Um, uh, she's a inmate. Um, she did a couple. She sent me a video of her on set. It was so funny, but she is literally just as humble as John. She literally is, like, talking to her. It's awesome. There was, um, like, Kane was sitting next to us. Um, The the composer. Don't tell me his name. I don't know. What was his name? The composer that sat next to Sarah. Harry. Harry Manfredi. Manfredini. Manfredini. He would, he would, he told me how to pronounce that so many times. For those of you that don't know who he is, he did the uh, theme from uh, Jason. Yep. Several other movies. And that's how Kane and him know each other because he did a lot of the music. That's how him and Sarah know each other. He did a lot of music for her and stuff. Mm -hmm. So they were all sitting together talking. And Wilfred, not Wilfred, Harry is not somebody that you can just go up to and joke with. He's a very serious man. But when you crack his shell, he's very open and very funny. So I went over to him to kind of like try and break the ice because I'd already broken the ice with Kane and Sarah. And I really wanted to go and break it with him because I was sitting between his tables. (laughs) Kelly girl, did you miss me? Well, I'll tell you, Harry. And I went over, and the first thing he said to me, I told him to tell me a joke. Because that's an easy icebreaker. Tell me a joke. So he said, I have thousands. What do you want to hear? I said, anything. And I swear, hand to God, this man told me a joke 
about somebody who doesn't have a belly button. I swear, I hand to God, this man, out of all the 10,000 million jokes that he could have told me, told me one without a belly button. And in case anybody (laughs) doesn't know, know, I don't have have one. (laughs) So that was like a a bonding moment for us. And it got Sarah involved and Kane involved. And like, it was just this, it was a quiet time. There weren't very many people looking for autographs. It was a Sunday. We were winding down. Like, everybody was involved. Harry was laughing. Kane was laughing. Sarah was laughing. Went and found a picture because I was wearing a dress of me with no belly button. And he was like, I can't believe that. Out of all the jokes I could have told you. It was, he, uh, it was Saturday morning before everything got, got going. I was already oh. I was already exhausted. I know. But for those of you that don't know, I run from start to finish. Um, because on top of working with the celebrities, I'm also the EMT for the charity. Mm-hmm. You name it, I'm probably doing it. Yep. So I'm sitting in there and I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready. And somebody walked up behind me and started whistling, you know, the song from The Wizard of Oz, If You Only Had a Brain. Oh, man. And I turned around and it was it was Harry. Oh, man. And he started laughing. He says, you know, he goes, this was a, a project we did, a, a psychology project we did. He says, now you watch. He says, you walk through this room. And you whistle that song, and you watch to see how many people will start whistling that song along with you. Everybody in the convention. And I looked at him, I'm like, no. I'm like, all right, you know what, I'm going to try it. And I did. I walked around, and I started started whistling He it. came into the hotel room and started whistling on the bed while I was in the bathroom, and I came out singing it. Okay, people, I wasn't even on the floor. And he came in the room, sat on the bed, on his bed, on his phone, whistling this tune, and I came out singing it. Like, that's how it worked. So we went down, and that's what happened. That's what we were doing the whole convention, is singing that song. Oh, Mally. Oh, oh Mally was great. She, Shut up, up! Yep. <laughs> Anytime yeah, we I told did, Joe, it, it was, what was it? What What would Joe say? Not not his normal, his, not his normal catchphrase, shut your ASS, but he would, oh, I don't know. Joe was saying something. The only thing I know is shut your ass. He said something else, and I was in stitches because it's not something you expect from Joe to, to like come out of Joe's mouth. I can't remember for the life of me what it was. I'll remember when we turn oh, the like cameras off. Of, you, you never expect anything that comes out of Joe. Nothing. It's hilarious. Nothing. And I, he is such like a serious person. He's almost intimidating, but he's he's got like that humor that he says things with straight faces, but it's hilarious. Well, before Joe did this, he was a an undercover narcotics detective in the Baltimore Police Department. So, I mean, that, that tells you a little bit about Joe. He can be serious, and he can be funny as yep. hell. Like when he was riding a scooter through the lobby with bad boys playing on his cell phone. Oh, man. I was crying. I was laughing. So I actually think I got that on video somewhere. That is, you know, and, and then, you know, Joe is, he's, the you know, the CEO of this. He owns this whole thing. This whole thing. The, he is the, the hand that caused all of this, you know, for us to want to, you know, be a part of it. And he did this. But every year, you know, it, it's one thing for somebody to take over, like, a, a convention or do something. But when they're CEOs, they're really serious. Like, they, they usually delegate their responsibilities almost or their fundraising to other people. But Joe dives right in. He does his bra walk every year. He gets a really ridiculous outfit with feathers and, and he has corsets and leggings with llamas on it and, like underwear with like you can see his butt in it and like he walks around the bar like that and gets money donated to him to go to the charity what other ceo do you know that does that 
that gets to that extent that that would you know go out of his way to make sure that he's raising all the money he can anything that joe can think of he is very on top of it i think that any any convention i think should really take notes from joe and scares that care because he runs a very structured con but he also runs a very close-knit there are tons of people there but we're like family you know i went down there and i knew nobody i knew jim and jocelyn which was my favorite because we surprised her. It was the first time I got to meet Jocelyn. I met Jocelyn on this radio show. Joe, you know, I hadn't met Joe. I hadn't met Brian. I hadn't met any of them except for Jim. So when I went down there, we went down there to surprise Jocelyn so we didn't tell her. And it was fantastic. We spent so much time together. It was like we picked up right where we left off even though we had never met. But I left with so many friendships. Dana, for one. Like, I went down there and her and I instantly became, like, close. And I still talk to her every single day. I hype that girl up so much. She's one of my best friends, and I am living for it. But she'll be there next year. We'll be there next year. Already got her hotel rooms and everything. So, like, if you guys are serious about Did helping. Buff time. I didn't really, but Jocelyn booked a room, and I'm we're staying with her and Holly. Oh, okay. So we're cool. going to have, like, a double bed. So Nice. We're, I know. <laughs> she said all of us in a hotel room. <laughs> oh, no. But it was a good time. So if anybody's thinking about going, we can always do a carpool if you guys want to come with me and Jer. I know we want to drive down. I know I want to get Sarah in with us. Like I, I, I thought know you were going to take the train and ride back with me. If you, I was going to bring my whole car down and have all of us go down in a car. I was just going to rent a car. Yeah, but I go down on Monday. So? I'm, I'm there Monday through Monday. I think Jocelyn got... Jocelyn, Jocelyn doesn't go until, like, Thursday. No, I'm taking the train. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Okay. Welcome back. <laughs> All right. So now that we have wasted half an hour talking about literally me, let's get into some trivia. All right. Let's play some trivia. trivia. All right. Who do we have? We have five people watching. Hi, Kay. Hi, Casey. Hi, Candace. I'm so excited you guys are back. Let's play some trivia. Okay. Here we go. Remember. Should I be keeping... Oh, you have a pad. All right. Never mind. I got a pad. Too. Okay. Either way. The answer... As we see it first, that person gets the point. Any controversy needs to be put in writing, uh, submitted in five forms, mailed to Keith Munch, and uh, we'll go from there. Munch? Munch. Munch. That way it it's doesn't get just, to you. Just great. It just doesn't get to you. But like, who the heck is Keith Munch? It's like O'Brady. He kept calling James O'Brady, so I call him Munch. O'Brady and Munch, that'd be like a good detective show. <laughs> Munch and O'Brady. This is literally like, you, you heard it here first, people. <laughs> If a TV show comes out that's Munch and O'Brady, I want the copyrights to it. All right, here we go. The first question. A dazzle is a term used for a group of what type of animals? While we're answering this, can we, like, all appreciate my makeup for two seconds? It's appreciated. Thanks. (laughs) I was so stoked. I worked so hard on this. So, oh, that nobody knows either. So since the last time I was on the show, I've actually enrolled in cosmetology school. And I am on my way to becoming a professional makeup artist. I've been doing a lot of classes and a lot of, like, tutorials for people. I started my own web show for it. I started my own, like, review pictures and review, like, before and after and and videos and stuff. So if you guys want to check it out, it's gsuarez.com. You guys can always go on there and see. And I have a Facebook page, too, for it. Incorrect. That would be a gaggle. Not a gaggle. This is who a said, dazzle. Who said goose? Oh, Jim. Jim. I see it now. It just popped up. D-A-Z-Z-L-E. Dazzle 
is a term used for a group of what type of animal? You know, nobody's answering. That means they're all Googling it That's right facts. Now. <laughs> it's whoever can Google it the first. The fastest, the first. And speaking of scares that care, everybody knows that Jim Maurer played the xenomorph, the alien, and Tammy with the answer. She Googled it the fastest. That's my mama. <laughs> Did she play last week? No. No. The answer is zebras. So one are one. are zebras white with black stripes or black with white stripes? Yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. So now we'll move over to a food trivia question. Goes or dogs? <laughs> uh, as I was saying, Jim is the he played the xenomorph, the alien from the movie Aliens, and. Um, I missed that. He was in the uh, the photo ops. You didn't see the? Did you see the picture? Of I me saw fighting a picture him in the of lobby? you and him, but that's <laughs> it. I didn't get to see him. Man, that's okay. There's always next year. A lot of people had some really like top notch costumes, and I was so excited for that costume contest. I can't wait to enter it next year. If you guys haven't seen any of the stuff I do, like there was one girl there. She was um, Hell Girl. So she was actually one that I had gotten inspiration off of for my one of my most make, recent makeup. I don't know if they can see that. Nice. Yeah, so I got that. That was actually from that girl at convention. That's who I got that idea from. Yeah, she was good. Yeah, she was. I can't wait to do it next year. I'm so excited. All right, this one's going to be a gimme. This one's going to be the fastest fingers. <laughs> Not even going to go there. Um this one, this one, this one, you do not have to Google. Oh, you I'm should. Sure somebody know, will have to. You should know the answer to this. So the first one to buzz in, will get the point. Which American fast food restaurant franchise has an item on its menu called the Blizzard? Do 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 do. Once again. Which American fast food restaurant franchise has an item on its menu called the Blizzard? Did Alex Trebek die yet? No. No, he's actually doing pretty good. Really? He literally just re- released an article saying that he was deteriorating. No, was that, was, that, was, that was a fake article. Oh, thank Go God. Derek. Wow, Tammy's two for two. That's my girl. That's my girl. Okay. Well, we're going to go with a part two of this. What state was Dairy Queen founded? In what state was Dairy Queen founded? Dart Queen? No, Jim. Oh, I closed out my, my stream. I can't see anybody's <laughs> comments. I'm over here looking for them. That would be Dairy Queen. But for an additional point, which state was Dairy Queen founded? Yo, I look fire on camera, guys. Hello. I look half dead. I'm pale. I'm sick. I will tell you, though, it's been a long, long year. Probably a year ago, I would never have. I don't. I didn't look like that. I gained weight. I gained all my healthy weight back. New York. Incorrect. Illinois. Incorrect. I feel like I know this. know where it was obviously you asked the freaking question Gina y'all 
right. I, I stand corrected. Tammy got the answer. Well, what did I was you- having a brain fart. I'm thinking Joliet. But, yeah, Joliet is in Illinois. <laughs> so, yes, she wins. Jim said 47 more states. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is Joliet, Illinois. <laughs> 2,940, Mom? Geez, that's not even here yet. Let's wow. get to 2020 first. Wow. All right. That was good. That was good. All right. Those are the warm-ups. Now, remember, the prizes you are playing for, a gift certificate to Walmart, a Visa gift certificate, a gift certificate to Buffalo Wild Wings, or a Dunkin' Donuts gift certificate. You have the choice of one of them. I mean, that's fair. I'm excited. I'm so excited. And she just can't hide it. I know. <laughs> All right. Everybody knows what Atari is, right? The gaming system? I Kay. thought you said a uh, space Atari. I was like, I don't know what Atari is, but I know what Atari is. Atari. Nolan Bushnell, the co-founder of Atari... Also founded what pizza chain? Nolan Bushnell, co-founder of Atari. Oh, I'm not gonna get. I don't know the answer to this one, guys. But I'm. My guess is. I knew the answer to this. My guess is gonna be. Well, don't guess. You can't give him. And if you think about it, it's really simple. All right, who's Googling the fastest? Here? I know. I think I'm. My guess is going to. I'm going to write my. Actually, give me a piece of paper. Tammy's. Keith. Tammy's got three to nothing. To nothing. To nothing. To nothing. To nothing. Tammy's the only one answering so far. So right now, one of the gift certificates. I wrote mine like, down. My guess. And Tammy's four zero. Oh man, I wrote Pizza Hut. <laughs> you know no. why? Why? Let me tell you why. Because all I could see was the commercial in my head. Where the little boy at Pizza Hut, in the beginning of the Land Before Time on the VHS when I was little, his mom dropped him off at Pizza Hut. He went inside, couldn't figure out how to drink the straw and look cool in front of the girl he liked, so he connected all of the straws together, put it in, so it looped around everything and put his hands behind his head and sipped. And all everybody was like, oh my goodness! That was a Pizza Hut commercial. And I just assumed, I, that was my connection. I don't know if anybody remembers that commercial, but... That is... I do remember that one. It's old. It's very old. That's, I mean, like when Tammy, I say... Tammy got it. Randy got it. They're the only two that got it. I don't even see Randy. Oh, obviously, I can't see Randy's, so you can be the... Uh, all right. Here we go. A la Cressy? A la Cressy? C-R-E-C-Y. A la Cressy is a French cooking term that describes a dish made or garnished with what? Crecky? No, it's French. A la, la crecky is not right. Crecy? 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 C-R-E-C-Y. A la... That word. I'm asking my friend Chris how to pronounce that. He's a chef. Crecy is a French cooking term that describes a dish made or garnished with what? A la Chrissy. If you Google it, it'll tell you the spell, the, the pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, but Keith's internet's slow. So, like, I can't, I don't want to open video and, like, interrupt 
our stream or anything. No, it won't do that it, Oh, even better. Oh, snap, oh. Keith. You are just living... Listen, living my best right. life over here. So... Alexander Potter with the answer. Carrots. Oh. Good job, Alex. You know, I'm a little jealous of my friend Alex. He lives in Florida and can go to Disney World anytime he wants. So. Google time, absolutely, Jim. No Google. <laughs> Randy's is no Google. Damn, it, Randy's a chef, though. <laughs> that's why... That's why. I, uh, well, that's why I messaged Chris, because... He's a chef too, but like I said, I'm not friends with what's his face. Some of these are so easy. Um, Ooh, can I ask one? It's going to be a little tricky. It's going to be related to friends. So, good. What is the nickname that Monica Geller's parents gave her? It's very tricky. If you guys can look it up, and that's fine. Whoever Google's the fastest. But one of our trivia questions is going to be. What is Monica Geller's childhood nickname from when she was growing up? That they they use it. They they use it in the show a lot. Lugaloo. Lugal. Lugal. I don't know what that is, but no. Nope. But it's very. Sp- if nobody gets it, I'm gonna be very disappointed. Actually, I'm not gonna be. Yeah, I will. It's something. Yeah, you will. Uh, yeah I'll be very disappointed. <laughs> who am I kidding? <laughs> I was gonna say, who are you kidding? Just kidding. So, as everybody knows, I'm super obsessed with Friends. However, my new recent obsession is Shit's Creek. If you guys haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. It stars um, Eugene Levy, which is the dad that is, plays is in... Is the answer harmonica? Yes, our little harmonica! My mom! For the win! I'm so proud! Like, you have no idea! Monica Bang. No, Jim, that's what Ben Ross's son learned when she was throwing him in the air and catching him and he hit his head. The first two words were Monica Bang. <laughs> So you're welcome for clearing that up. Good right. job, Mom. Here's an easy one. What is a hat trick? What's a hat trick? What is a hat trick? I don't know what that is. You do or you don't? I do not know what a hat trick is. Do, 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 do. What is a hat trick? Heck, yes, you are. Somebody's got to get this one. This one's easy. The food ones are pretty good. Some of these food questions are... Some of them are a little too easy. Um, uh, yeah. Alex got it. Three goals. Three goals. Oh, wait. Mom was specific. She said three goals in any game by one player. You need to be specific. Is it three goals in anywhere? No, it- it's three goals by one player. So are we going to not give Alex the point? Or are we going to give Alex a point? Or are we going to give them both a point? I guess give them both a point. All because right. Alex is right, but Mom was specific. And if we were in, if we were on like Jeopardy or something, they'd want a specific answer. All right. We'll give so we'll give you guys both a point. All right. See if Randy could get this one here. Which fast food restaurant chain once tested bubblegum broccoli as a children's menu item? Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. What is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? That's not true. That's not true. 
Oh, I'm also really obsessed with Bob's Burgers. Linda Belcher is like my spirit animal. So if y'all haven't seen that either, you guys missing out. I actually have adapted a lot of personalities. One of them is Alexis Shit from Shit's Creek. And hey, Alexa, tell me a joke. McDonald's, you got it. I can't seem to remember it. You guys, I just looked into the camera like Jim from The Office because Siri told me, I mean, Alexis told me such a bitch. Jim Maurer with the answer. McDonald's once served bubblegum broccoli as a children's menu item. Not Seriously? Sure. Not sure how I feel about that. They got. They must have got the idea from Willy Wonka because he made the whole three course meal in that one bubble gum. But they kind of messed up on the blueberry pie on the dessert. Uh. Hi, George! Oh my gosh! Can we introduce George real quick? So my friend George Shoplin. Shoplin. I'm so sorry if I butchered that, Joe. I mean George. So George is somebody that I met a year ago. Um, we had actually signed on. Now that the contract has expired, we signed on for a TV show together. And he has actually done investigations with that famous group, Ghost Hunters. And, you know, he's done, he's been on TV with them. Like, he's gone and investigated with them. And and we actually became really good friends. And he always is on my page and is always... I know, I'm sorry, George. I butchered it. Yep, she butchered it. (laughs) Okay, but anyway, he's really, he's a fantastic guy, and I love him so much. I'm actually looking at his face right now. He posted Merry Christmas on Facebook. Um, But he is honestly, if you guys aren't friends with him, you you are missing out. He is a fantastic guy. I can give you guys a lot of, he boosts me up. He's a confidence booster. All right, here's a good one. Founded in 1921, this company was credited with being the first fast food chain who is credited with being the first fast food chain I know what my answer would have been and it would have been wrong I know what mine is but I think it's wrong I'm going to write it down yeah, write it down I'll tell you if it's wrong wrong <laughs> alright <laughs> okay alright well that was wrong my guess would have been Dairy Queen and that's wrong so don't guess that st- really they've already answered they haven't answered yet. They're ahead, we're ahead of them. The screen's ahead behind them, so they're not. They're going to be answering before that even hits air. A and W, no KFC, no. See, we haven't got that part yet. Tammy with the answer. Google her. Google's working. No, nope. my dad is sitting next to her googling while she's typing the answers. <laughs> I will put my life on that right now. The answer is White Castle. White Castle was the first Ooh, fast food. Restaurant. I would literally bet chain. that my dad is Google right now. Ain't no way my mom's going to answer that fast. So just wait until she says that because I agree. All right. Randy, this one's up for you. You better get this one. The Cajun Holy Trinity of Cooking consists of what three vegetables? Again, the Cajun Holy Trinity of cooking consists of what? Three vegetables. It's 
so funny because I never would have known that was playing if I didn't. Li- if you didn't let me listen to your headphones. <laughs> I, I know. It's like, look, you don't have the headphones. I don't wear my headphones just because it's an inconvenience. This one for the dated double. Okay. The Cajun Holy Trinity of Cooking consists of what three vegetables? I see a lot of a lot of Googling going on. Oh, yeah. Watch me get a copyright violation for Onions, that. bell peppers, oh. and celery. Okay, who said that? My mother. <laughs> okay. And that would be correct. Oh, but see, I got Alex with it. I got Alex's after moms. Like, I'm looking right... <laughs> I don't know who to go off of it. <laughs> I mean, um, I guess we could collect... I mean, I guess it's... I don't know, because if we go off your... All right, we're going to go off Jim's phone. Alex answered first. We're not okay. going to go off my own phone, because mine's clearly behind, because I just got Alex's. All right, well... So we'll go off yours. And Randy answered it, too. But Randy wasn't specific on the peppers. But, yeah, I mean, let me tell you something. Randy can cook. He comes up with some of the most amazing dishes. And yet, I have not eaten there yet, and I still have my Lansdowne gift card waiting for me to go... <sighs> I know. I know. Randy... I brought it with me Randy that night. I saw you. Randy is an amazing cook. I know. I'm, and I never sat down because Randy wasn't even there. Well, he gotta, had just left. That's right. You had to get your chicken pot pie. Yeah. And we went there and then I ended From, up having to leave. That's right. The number one night spot in the casino. The Lansdowne Pub. All right. So Alex gets the point on that one. All right. Let's see. An alcohol question, shall we? Let's go with an alcohol question. Love you, George. I'm so excited. I'm so excited that you're watching. Alright, you may have to do a little bit of, uh, of math on this one or whatever. If FM a, radio? Or do you want it? Yes. If a liquor is 100% proof, how Studio much guessed? alcohol does it contain by percentage? If it's 100%, if it's 100 proof, how much alcohol does it contain by percentage? So when I was going through my separation, I used to pound back root beer 100 proof Smirnoffs all the time. Shots. And those things are strong. They're not something to mess with. I figured I figured all the people would be like, boom, right off the bat. Yep, I know how much. Yep, but you're wrong. Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. Oh, George. George, 20%. Alex, 50%. And... Ooh. Alex with the answer. It is 50%. Alex, good for you. I'm so proud. I, you know what? I mean, there's some days I miss drinking, and there's some days I really don't. You know what? It, I, I haven't had a drink since 2004, and it's not because I had a problem with it. I just decided I didn't want it anymore. So let me tell you a little story real quick. Um, I, After everything that happened, um, I've for the last two years I've been going through some really rough stuff. Mm-hmm. And I started drinking really heavily after me and my ex broke up. Like, I was going through handles a night. It was actually really sad, and I hate admitting it, and I'm sure my mom doesn't want to hear that. But that's literally, that was my lifestyle. Every night. Every night, my boyfriend would come over. My now boyfriend. He wasn't my boyfriend then. But my now boyfriend would come over and bring over alcohol, and we just, that's just how I forgot. After all that stuff happened, and after I went through my rape and everything, and was, you know, a victim of that, I stopped drinking. Even that night, I didn't drink when I went out. I, you know, and that's how crazy it was. It was scary, because I could have been drinking in you know, not conscious for that, for, you know, the things that were done, but I was fully conscious to make, you know, 
which makes it worse. But I haven't had a drink since the last two months. I really haven't drank. I went out with one of my really good friends, and I ended up putting my body went into shock. My organs shut down. I almost died, and it was because I have PTSD, and the alcohol made it a lot worse. And they told me that you know it's probably not good to mix that when you have PTSD, and so I stopped. I strictly, I mean, I'm a smoker, but that's it. I mean, I you know hold my medicinal marijuana card. I work at a dispensary. I know the benefits of it, but I have not drank in, and I have no desire to. I hate the way it makes me feel. Yeah, me too. I hate and I that mean, hangover, that sick feeling, that that head fog you get. As a firefighter EMT, I'd rather go out and save a life than sit at home and drink something. Whoa, Alex, good for you. George, too. Outstanding. George, good for you. All right. Here's another food question. I'm so proud of you guys. Traditionally. Hi, Kelly. The term caviar refers to the salt-cured row of which fish traditionally the term caviar refers to the salt cured row of which fish and remember just a reminder what you guys are playing for a gift certificate to walmart a visa gift certificate a gift certificate to buffalo wild wings and a gift certificate or i should say or a uh, gift certificate to uh, Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Randy's just throwing out fish. <laughs> we got beluga. Hi, Mamel. We got salmon. Salmon, nope. It is not beluga. <laughs> Tammy with the sturgeon. Sturgeon is correct. Oh, man, I said snail. What was the, it? It says oh, cargo. It says you, said, you literally said fish in the question, and I still wrote down snail. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Guys, I'm not even kidding. Like, I literally wrote down snail and boxed it, wherever it is right here. Oops. Um, so looking at it right now, I want to shout out one more person that we met at Scares That Care. His name's Dean and his wife, Janice. They are fantastic people, and I really just want to give them a shout out because they attended, what, every year of the conference so far almost? Uh, I believe so, yeah. And they have a little boy. His name's Joel, and he is... Um, he does have some disabilities and he, you know, can't really talk and he can't, you know, he's been doing really good eating food on his own and I love updated stories. Um, but every day I get to see Joel's smiling face on my newsfeed and I'm looking at it right now and I really just wanted to, to encourage people, you know, to come out again. I can't say it enough. Come out to Scares That Care because you get to meet wonderful people like that. And he wasn't coming for any other reason just to come, you know? <laughs> Randy said there's a snail caviar now. Randy? Randy said there's a snail caviar now. Excuse me. I don't want to hear nothing from you, sir. (coughs) I already apologized enough, so now you have to bring me down on air. (laughs) Randy? (laughs) I expected better. So, yeah, so I just want to give a shout-out to Dean and Janice. I'm friends with both of them. They're fantastic people. And Joel. Wonderful human beings. But my biggest shout-out is for Joel. I was going to say that. My biggest... Because he is just this strong little boy who fills this whole entire world with smiles. Even if he's having a really rough day. Even if he's going through a lot of stuff. He still proceeds to have a smile on his face. And he's been doing so good. And I, I, I was touched by their family. And I'm friends with them. And like I said. And Jim, you're absolutely right. Joel is definitely an inspirational He figure. is. It, you know what? He is. If, if you guys haven't had the chance to meet Joel, you guys have to. You guys have to. You know, I obviously don't have permission from their, his parents yet to show, you know, obviously I, I'm just doing this because I saw him. But, you know, if I had the permission, I would show you guys what he looks like. But 
because his smile on the, on my screen is is that it's earth shattering. Like that is a little boy that you were so excited to see at, at conference. So I just wanted, as I'm scrolling through my feed, I just want to let you guys know that he, you know, it's a big deal. He's a big deal. He is the biggest inspiration that I think I've met at Scares at Care. Not the celebrities, not the staff, not the, you know, even the the people that are there to sell stuff. No, Joel. Uh, her her snail the the snail caviar. <laughs> He wasn't logged in. He said, what exactly did I do to bring her down? We were referring to your the, the snail caviar. No, you didn't do anything. I don't want to make you nervous again. <laughs> you weren't here for it. You did nothing. <laughs> All right. Right now, Tammy's got quite the lead. She's got eight points. Alex with four points and Jim with one. You guys are doing great, actually. When found on a bottle... Go ahead. When found on a beer bottle, what does the acronym IPA stand for? What the hell are you playing? You know what it stands for? Background trivia music. I know what it stands for. No, I'm telling everybody. It means toilet bowl water. (laughs) I hate IPAs. They are literally the wine or white claw of male beer. Randy said snail caviar is actually a real thing. They're really see. Yeah, so see, you weren't, you were right. Randy coming in with the save, my man. All right, when found on a beer bottle, what does the acronym IPA stand for? What does it stand for? Not on a bottle. Is there like another thing that IPA stands for? I'm gonna Google it. If okay, that's a good bonus point. Can Randy, t- India Pale Ale. Can anybody tell us what it means not on a bottle? Could that be like a bonus question? I'll look no, it up. No, because there's so many other things that it stands for. That, oh. Yeah. India Pale Ale. And I never understood why it's called India Pale Ale because it, it is. It originated from England. And it is an initialism for... Okay, that doesn't tell me why. Hi, Lainey. So, Lainey is actually, she did at my skull photos with me and Jer. If anybody's seen those. Um, and she actually has the same, well, I don't have the, that last name anymore, but we had, used to have the same last name. Same spelling, which is really weird to find in something that's Peltier. Wow, thanks, George. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. Oh, that was actually really nice. You were fantastic. Like, see, he is he is the positivity. Like, he is the positivity that I need in my life. I'm so glad I'm friends with him. Man. Um, I was looking up why it was called. Oh, it was first used in an advertisement printed in Australia in 1829. There are three main styles of IPAs. Can anybody tell us what, what those three main styles of IPAs are? That'll be a trivia question. Crap, crappier, and shittiest. Yup. <laughs> yup. I, I have no idea. One would be dog pee. Trisha. What's up, Trisha? Hi, Trisha. Ah! Oh, uh, my goodness. Honestly, I have never actually even drank an IPA. Back when I stopped drinking, we had beer. That was it. We had beer. Beer, we, right? We didn't have any of this other stuff. I am a Budweiser girl, Bud Light girl all the way. Like, I love that beer. Anything too hoppy, and I have a hoppy allergy, which I just learned at the dispensary, because a lot of terpenes that are in marijuana is also in everyday things that we use, and one of those properties is hops. 
so um, a strain can be super hoppy, which is how I know I'm allergic to it. It doesn't do anything but make my nose really stuffy. But if I drink an IPA, I'm clogged up real bad. And it's just because I have an allergy to hops. And I didn't know that until I started working at a dispensary. Randy doesn't drink beer. This is true. Randy doesn't. No. Mom, three main types. There's three top types. She said there's nine. I, that's why I said no. There's three. I don't think it, I don't see anybody getting it. But I have them right here. And they're actually really common. Like, they're things that we use all the time. They're terms that are on boxes most of the time. Do not open. <laughs> English and American are too popular. This side up. <laughs> yes, I have it right here. That's what I'm saying. You said they're on boxes, so I said this end up and do not open. <laughs> oh, yes. That's exactly what it is. This end up, do not open, and fragile are the top IPAs. <laughs> no. Um, Trisha, nobody here does. I don't, I don't, we don't drink at all. We were just talking to George and Alice, and they haven't drank in years. Alan doesn't really drink. Um... Everybody here. Um, all right, so uh, I don't really see anybody getting it, but the main three styles of IPAs are American, English, and double. Randy got it. Dishwater, bathwater, and the stuff that runs down the gutter. Use as target practice, Jim said. Yep. <laughs> so nobody got that. It was American, English, and double. So, Mom, English and American are too popular. You were partly right, Mom. Should have just went with it. Use this target practice, though, is what I like. IPAs are actually gross. I, but I still can't see. So, depending on the brand and brewer, IPAs are made with varying amounts of hops, malt, and alcohol content. Iconic brands include Samuel Adams, Harpoon, Brooklyn, East India, Red Hook, and Goose Island. And double IPAs are called Imperials and are much hoppier, and they contain 7.5%. Wait, alcohol by Sam, volume. Samuel Adams is an IPA? Yeah, they have an IPA. Oh, they have an IPA, but it's not. Okay. No, those are just the main brands that push them out. Like, Goose Island pushes a lot of IPAs out. So, yeah, so that's a good tidbit to know. I didn't know that. Here you go. What popular soda beverage was originally developed as a mixer for whiskey? What popular what? Oh, soda beverage. All right. What popular soda was originally developed as a mixer for whiskey? Mm-hmm. No. Ugh. Good thing you're not playing. Seriously. I've been writing down all my answers and showing Jim and, and they're all wrong. So it's a it's a I good mean, it's a good thing. Think about it. Nope. George is wrong. Georgie. Coke. No. Incorrect. So Jim, I actually used to drink Tennessee honey. I loved it to death. It was so good. And I really liked Tennessee. Um, Jim Maurer got the answer. It is Mountain Dew. Oh, man. I didn't know that. I used to drink Tennessee Honey and Tennessee Fire. But now I can't do any hard liquor because it upsets my stomach because I have too many issues, too many gastrointestinal issues. But good. <laughs> Who got it? Jim. Oh, yeah. My mom answered it, too. Good for her. Good for dad, I should say. Good for Google. So here was something I never knew. And this, this, this one got me, too. What was the original flavor of the filling in Twinkies? You guys, look who I have. Hey, Cal. Cal. No. <laughs> Come here, Cal. Come back. Callie is not about being on air. Mimi. 
Yeah, that's what I said, Randy. I'm like, Mountain Dew? Whiskey and Mountain Dew? Oh, Trisha. That isn't even the beginning of it. Honey with sweet tea is very good. It is very good. Vanilla. Incorrect. That's what I got. That's what I thought the answer was, but nope. The original flavors. I love Twinkies. I like them in the fridge. If I leave Yes. Your mom got it again. Banana. Ew, they make those still. Well, that's the original. Yeah, but it says new on the box. Like when you go into Walmart, it'll say new banana flavor. Oh. Nope. That's not new then. Banana. Does banana. anybody remember those knockoff brand snacks? I think they were, I think, not Little Debbie. Not. It wasn't really a knockoff, but it was a knockoff Twinkie. It was called Banana Twins. My mom would, because her ex used to eat them all the time, and we were forbidden from touching them, even though I still ate them anyway, and here I am, living my best life. <laughs> Someone said, Salem is pissed. What does that mean? I think that's their cat's name. Trisha's bus's name is Twinkie. <laughs> you know what, Trisha? I approve of that. Are you... Th- oh, never mind. Actually, I'm not even going to say that on air because that's probably not appropriate for anybody to be listening. Tasty Cakes. That's who did it? Tasty Cakes. That's it. All right, cooks. Here Good we job. go. The cooking technique that involves submerging food in a liquid at a relatively low temperature is called what? I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm going to say it's slower. Slower and louder for the people in the back of the room. No. <laughs> that was a really good guess, too. The cooking technique that involves submerging food in a liquid at a relatively low temperature is called... Fondue. Jim nope. said... Tell them about the Twinkie, Gina. I was just going to ask if 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 Trisha was the cream filling to her Twinkie bus, but I felt like that was probably really inappropriate because she drives a school bus for our kids. But you made me say it anyway, so. My mom said poaching. Thank you, George. Have a great day. And yes, poaching is the answer. Poached eggs or... George, I'll message you later. Have a good rest of your day and enjoy work. I know you're three hours behind us, so. I have so many people to go see in California. I have George to go say and see with. I'm pretty sure he lives by San Francisco. I could be wrong. Down that area. And then I have my friend Joy who lives northern California that I got to go visit and do her makeup and stuff. And, like, I get to go see the sights of California. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. Here, here's a good one. This one's pretty easy. This was kind of a north and south battle. Mr. Pibb. Was a is a soft drink created by the Coca Cola Company to compete with what other soft drink? And that's Pib. P is in Peter. I B B. Pib, Mister Pib. Mister Pib. Trisha said L O L. It's where that mind goes all the time. <laughs> so in the gutter. Randy, Dr. Pepper. That's right. My mom said it too, but I don't see. I, Randy's came before her, though. 
Dr. Pepper. And there's also Everybody. Walmart's vision, vision, version, which is Dr. Thunder. Yes. But I didn't want to say that because it would have given away the Dr. Pepper aspect. Yeah. No Google. <laughs> nope. I didn't think you needed to get that one. Oh, that's good. What is it? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. That is a good one. <laughs> I'm not going to write down the answer because I was wrong, although my guess for the last one was parboil. What is the name of the scale? Hi, Bailey. Used to measure the spicy heat of peppers. Randy, <laughs> what is the name of the scale used to measure the spicy heat of peppers? I thought you said the spicy feet. Heat, heat, heat. Uh... <laughs> Yes, Randy got it. First, he said the social scale, and I'm thinking, does that mean you give it to your friend? And if he, if his face turns red and he starts crying and then everything, it's, it's hot enough. <laughs> yes. I mean, if I go like this, you can see my pom pom in your camera. <laughs> Randy with the answer. <laughs> I was like, what the is Scoville, that? The Scoville scale. <laughs> oh. That's pretty good. You didn't. You weren't even watching. <laughs> if I lean back, my face is off. You got the cat. Hi, Melissa. My mom said so villa. Bailey, I but love they're, you. They're all on the same. They're all, it's autocorrect. That's getting them. So villa. Showville would never come up. Um, Bailey, why this, don't you text me more often? This one's a tough one. This one's a very tough one. I'm going to need everybody to put their thinking caps on. Oh, my gosh. Guinness beer was first brewed in which com- country? Guinness beer was first brewed in which country? I don't even know that. Or are you kidding me Guinness? right now? Okay. Um, so, <laughs> fun fact. The other day I told my three children to put their listening ears on. <laughs> and wait. <laughs> Randy said Germany. <laughs> oh, my God, Randy. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I told all three of my kids to put their listening ears on because nobody was listening to me and I was trying to be a stern parent. So I went like this so that everybody put their listening ears on. My both of my girls did it. My oldest and my youngest went like this. My son looked at me and went, "I can't put them on." And I'm like, "Buddy, why?" And he goes, "They're charging." My son told me his listening ears were charging, so he couldn't listen to me. Uh, hi, Pedro. Yes, yes, yes. Guinness beer was born and made in Ireland. Who said it first? Uh, Jim Maurer said it first. Okay, Randy so sure said Germany it. and Great Britain. Mom said Ireland. Trisha said, said Ireland. Uh, I don't know what Ireland is. Oh, man. I know Trisha. Isn't that funny? Today I'll be working at the Lansdowne Pub when I get out of here. It's only Tuesday. That's right. I work Tuesday through Saturday. Oh, yeah, that's right. For some reason, I thought it was Wednesday through Saturday. Nope. That's never what it was? You never used to have that? 
I always thought you had Tuesdays off because of the radio show. I used to have Tuesdays off. What is the highest number of Michelin stars a restaurant can receive? And I know what everybody's answer is going to be, and it's going to be wrong. Yeah. What is the highest number of Michelin stars a restaurant can receive? Four. Incorrect. Five. Uh, three. Randy got it. It is three. I thought for sure everybody was going to say five. I thought it was four. Like the five stars. It is four. Oh, he has three it's points. Three. It's three. No, the answer no. is three. So he has. You can only get three stars. Okay, let me make sure we're all on the same page here. I mean, some of these are so easy. It's going to be a, a, a question of who who hits the the thing faster. Like gumbo, gumbo's a stew that was originated in Wolf State. That's a that's an easy one right there. It's another easy one. What is the national dish of Scotland? I had no idea what it was. Right, Louisiana. What is the national dish of Scotland? Randy's. Randy? Oh, that one's easy. Randy's catching up to your mom. That's what she said. <laughs> that one. That your is mower, easy. He got it. Haggis. I don't. Oh, that's what I was looking up. I, I, was, even, I don't even know what haggis is, but I guess it's pretty good. I was trying to look up my own phone number because I changed it, and I was and I texted my friend Sarah, and apparently I wrote her number in wrong. So, I don't even know how to pronounce this. So, let alone. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Sheep's intestine cooked in the stomach lining. Hey, I'm good with that. Thank you, Randy. Uh, no thanks. Uh, we'll never have haggis because it'll be coming back out. Right back out. Okay. It'll probably look better than when it went back in. Where was the fortune cookie invented? Bye, Trisha. Enjoy Taco Tuesday. Bye, Trish. I know, right? Where... Some sour cream. Miss you too. Where was the fortune Love cookie you, invented? You know, it's so funny because I just had a flashback to sixth grade and we all had to pick a unique item and do a report on it. And somebody made homemade fortune cookies because their country was who came up with fortune cookies. So we all had a different location on the map. Randy um, got it. Jim, you had to be more specific than saying the USA. California, okay. Yeah, so she had the United States, and one of the prominent things that she had was, because we were learning about cultures, it was actually awesome to know that that was where it came from. And we all got homemade cookies. It was pretty yummy. California, mom. That's not how you spell it. Wrong. Off with the head.
All right, here we go. See if Randy can get this one. I know this one. It was my. F- I'll write it down. <laughs> what is the name of the first pizzeria to open in the United States? What is the name of the first pizzeria to open in the United States? See if Gina gets it. No. <laughs> that makes her O for everything. Nope. This one? No. Ugh. Nope. And Randy's is wrong, too. Gino's. Jim said Gino's. Was it Papa Gino's or just Gino's? Either way, it's wrong. That's what I said. The first pizzeria to open in the United States. Randy got it. Lombardi's. Good job, Randy. We got a game now because Randy is now only two behind your mom. Mom said Lombardi's too. Andrew, that was a really good guess. He said Pepe's. Frank Pepe's. That's a really good guess. Pepe's opened in, uh, in New Haven in the early 1900s. Really early 1900s or 1990s? No. The one at the casino opened in the 1990s. Oh, I don't care about the one at the casino. I mean, overall, in general, there's a in, lot of Frank Pepe's. No, there's not a lot. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm positive. The original is, uh, actually, no, I want to say it was like 1940-something. It opened up in uh, New Haven. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. No, I'm not even going to ask that one. I'll get sick just from asking the question. Ugh. What is it? Vegemite. Maybe I don't even know what sh- that is. Oh, it's there's only four. There's a. Yeah, there are a lot. Jim, there's 11 in Connecticut. That is so many. For 11 Pepe's now? Yeah, Frank Pepe's. <laughs> four, eight, 12. Yeah, there's 11 of them. Locations. New Haven, Fairfield, Danbury, Manchester, West Hartford, Warwick, Waterbury, Yonkers, Chestnut Hill, Mohegan Sun, and Burlington. Not Coke Factory, obviously. I knew that. I See, I thought that the casino and there was one other location I thought were the only ones that were open. All right. Let's see. Um, pretty much used up. The Jim said food. it's awesome. Vegemite. It's not awesome. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe, what is the name of Thor, uh, Thor's home planet? In the Cinematic Universe, what is the name of Thor's home planet? Oh my gosh. John will be so mad at you if you don't get it. Oh, my God. Well, see, the thing is, is my ex made me watch every single Marvel movie front to back until before Endgame came out, and I'm not putting his hard work to good use, and I refuse to watch Endgame, so I've kind of tried to, like, block out that Marvel. Jim Maurer got it. Asgard. I would, you know what? I knew it started with an A, and John would have been so disappointed if I had tried to guess that. <laughs> he probably would have drove up here himself. Because he's on Asgard, isn't he, at one point? Does he go out there? Yep. Yup. My man Jim, representing Asgard. 
Mom said Asgard like she knew. <laughs> you know, Andrew, you're right. You get a point. Hammer World. What is the name of Thor's axe? Jim said. That's a trick question. It's called Thor. <laughs> Wouldn't he just rename everything after him since it's the strongest thing in the universe? American film director and actor Shelton Jackson Lee is better known by what name? Oh my god, I'm putting this... No. (laughs) (sighs) You guys, I was so sure this time... (laughs) Jim Maurer got the answer. Spike Lee. I said Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> but you put Samuel Lee, Lee Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> My middle name's Lee. Shell Lee, Andrew said. And Mom said spiked lead. And Jim said do the right thing, Jim. Do the right thing. All right. Ooh, I just got chill. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's uh, a good one. Is it? Yep. Okay. Wait, what? I don't... I've never seen this. So mm-hmm. I don't know what that C word is. Cinna. What musician played Cinna in the Hunger Games film series? Oh, what? Cinna isn't... It's a character. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've never seen the book or the movie or read the book. What musician played Cinna in the Hunger Games film series? Everybody's Googling. Damn, I know How many people can type it in quick enough? Man. Uh, right now, the totals are Tammy 10, Randy Eight, Jim six, Alex four. Jim's Randy with the Lenny Kravitz. Heck yeah, Randy! Yeah, you did. Randy's closing in. Oh, I'm proud of you guys. You guys are doing fantastic. Good job, Mom. Lenny Kravitz was right. Yeah, done. Who directed the 1980 horror film The Shining? <clears throat> Who directed the 1980 horror film The Shining? Oh man. I feel like I should know this. I'm like, right- like Randy said, he wasn't playing the whole time, just so you know. Jim Maurer with the. No. All right. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick. I'm done. I'm done playing. I am done playing here. Gina's like oh for the day. None. I'm done. I've guessed literally zero of these right. And I'm usually pretty good at trivia. <clears throat> Stanley Kubrick. Did he get that one right? Stanley Kubrick? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if that was it. Original. Okay. Uh... Wait. Scroll back up to the... Family Matters one? I just want to know the answer to it. That's an easy one. 
cop, right? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. Okay. Won't be asking that one now. <laughs> well, no, I didn't think you were going to because I didn't understand it. I didn't know he played in both and had the same profession. I've never seen Die Hard. Hmm. Oh, do the do the one about um, Greece. Everybody loves that movie. Who sang the title song Greece in the 1978 musical motion picture? Who sang the title song Greece in the 1978 musical motion Hi, picture? Hi, Jordan. And he actually just appeared at the casino not too long ago. Really? Yeah, a couple weeks ago, actually. Did he perform? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know if he was there for like. Nope, he performed. His own stuff. Personal time, or if he was there for yeah, performance. He performed. That's cool. John Travolta. <gasps> no. No, he's. Randy with the Frankie Valley. Yeah. Hey, Doug. How you doing, Doug? Doug Funk. Hello, Mr. Funk. How are you? Ooh, Jim said Olivia Newton John. Right. Mom said Frankie Calling. I hope, uh, Doug, I hope you and Donna have a great holiday. Don't, yeah. Don't do I really anything I wouldn't do. do. And Cassie, hope you guys all have a great holiday. Yeah, don't do anything we wouldn't do. I mean, don't do anything we would do. Yeah, actually. that too. <laughs> That's true. I'm so excited. Christmas is so close and I got the best presents. Not for me, for my kids. I'm so excited. All right. Guess what? We have a tie. Get out. We have a tie. Oh, my goodness. And I would assume between mom. Right now, it is Tammy with 10 and Randy with 10. What time is it? it we is cut it really close. Five of. Oh, my gosh. So, lightning round. So, what we're going to do. Yes. Is we're going to have a playoff question. And the first person to get the answer. We'll go two out of three. We'll go two out of three between Randy and Tammy. All right. So the first one to answer two out of the next three questions will be the winner for the day. Yep. It's either going to be Randy or Tammy. So here we go. First question. First question in the playoff round. Between Tammy and Randy. What popular Disney movie is set near Salem, Massachusetts in the years uh, 1693 and 1993? I better get this one right. What popular Disney movie is set near Salem, Massachusetts in the years 1693 and 1993? And no, Gina is still O for the day. Y'all, my game is off. Disney is my life. How did I not know that? (laughs) (sighs) Jim, what's the answer to that? Who was supposed to play Lewis Tully in Ghostbusters, but he turned it down? He just asked us. The Headless Horseman. No. I don't know. Who was supposed to play Lewis? My mom said Hocus Pocus! Uh, Pocahontas. Hocus Pocus is correct. (laughs) So, in the overtime session, it's Tammy 1, 
Randy nothing. I know what she's going to pick as her prize if she wins. I would bet all the money in the world on it. John Candy. That's oh, no kidding. Wow. Hm. I didn't know that, Jim. All right. Randy. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Oops. What is Shawshank in the movie Shawshank Redemption? Mom, if you don't get this right, this is one of your favorite movies, I swear. What is Shawshank in the movie Shawshank Redemption? It could be for the marbles. Who's going to answer first? Is it going to be Randy? Is it going to be Tammy? Is it going to be somebody else? No, Can it they can't see be the questions else. on the screen? No. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure that you could. I could see it on both nope. of them. Nope, nope, nope. That's my sweater's funny on this. So, on the I mean, camera. I'm thinking like I should have a drum roll or something like that. All right, ready? Randy, Tammy, come on. What is Shawshank in the movie The Shawshank Redemption? They're googling. That's all. You don't. I. I'm, I don't know that answer. I threw an easy one out there. This is really. Oh my God! This is so. Doo. Randy ties it up. The prison. The prison. This is it. This is, this is it. the last question, the guys. The next question is for all. The marbles. Here we go. Ah. No, Jim, we're doing best two out of three. So my mom and Randy have both answered one right. So it's whoever gets this next one right will win. So we did in our lightning round best two out of three because he said Randy wins on his oh, thing. Oh, no, 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 no. So no, I was no, just no. trying to explain that we're doing three out of three. He got that one. It's two out of threes. Yep. All right. Here we go. Let's see. Go with music. Oh, wait. Do that one on the, top, the first one. Can you click on it? I just want to know what the answer is. Uh, I don't know that. I don't think anybody... I mean, they might. Everybody's older than me. Mm. Ooh. Let's see. Wow, some of these are... These are, like... I don't think... It's so funny because you guys see me, like, squinting as I'm trying to look at Jim's screen. And my glasses are right here. <laughs> this is Randy's favorite song, so I'm sure he's going to get this. It's between him and my mom because I already know it, too. Y'all better get your <clears throat> typing fingers ready. <laughs> what children's song about an aquatic animal was streamed so much in 2019... It hit the Billboard Hot 100. How freaking nuts. When I was a lunch lady, we used to play this song at lunch during our lunch waves. I'm not even, I'm, I'm, I can say something, but it would give it away. Oh, no, don't. But what, we used to play it for our kids. What children's song about an aquatic animal was streamed so much in 2019, it hit the Billboard Hot 100? Was it Baby Shark? Tammy yes, so with proud. the Baby Shark. I'm so <laughs> Randy proud. came in right after. But you know what? I mean, it was so close. 
I think, I, they should, I think they should both get a prize. I think they both should, too. You guys did amazing today. You guys had, like, a lot of participation. You guys were rapid fire with your answers. With, I'm really With proud. one minute left into the show, you guys took it to the wire. I Seriously. So, we're going to go with two prizes for the day. I'm so excited. I'm so proud of you guys. How did someone answer before it was asked is a better question. <laughs> Randy, you get to see, you see our stream. Our yeah, stream yeah. set up 20 seconds before you guys. So we say it, you see it, and then whoever sees it first answers. So you have to remember, it depends on what internet speed you have, if you're on Wi-Fi, if you're working. I think Randy's at work. Yeah, so, so I guess it really just depends up. where you are. So we're going to go ahead and have two winners for the day. Yay! And that will be Randy. And Tammy in an epic battle. Our little baby shout. Our little baby sharks. <laughs> baby shark. Doo, 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 doo. People are now using that for CPR, which drives me insane. It's better than staying alive. No, no. I, ha, 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 ha. I use Damn. another one bites the dust because it's the same bass riff. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, my gosh. I like that one way better. <laughs> Yep. Ah. Oh, Jim, yes. It will be stuck in your head all day now. Uh, I started to sing it. He said, no. So. So both of you guys get win. Congratulations to Tammy and Randy. Yes. And uh, when we get off the air, let us know what you want. Yeah. Which gift certificate you choose. Yep. And. Damn you getting that song stuck in my head again. Yep. <laughs> we love you, Randy. Love you, Randy. So, with that being said, that is all the time we have for this week. That is. So, I mean, are we doing trivia next week, right? It's our yep. last week? Or are we doing uh, one more week after that? I'm not sure. i got to check the schedule. Yeah, I can't see how count. I don't know how the calendar If I have a calendar, I, I think we have two more weeks. Oh, good. No, maybe not. No, I think maybe one more my, week. Let me check my calendar. Because I think the, I think Christmas is the following week. That Tuesday's Christmas Eve. So the, in two weeks, that Tuesday's Christmas Eve. Yep. So we don't have a Christmas Eve show. Nope. So next week will be the last week. Yep. Next week is the last week of trivia, guys. And next week I will come in with tons of questions for you guys. So... Um, be prepared. I'm going to make them tricky, too, like I did last year. Absolutely. Yeah. So, great job, everybody. Yeah, great you guys job, all did guys. great. And thank you guys for such a warm welcome back. I'm so excited to be here. I'm really excited, and I'm excited for Sarah to join us. Only a couple more weeks. She can't start till January, right? Well, that's what she said. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yep. for the next couple weeks, it'll just be Jim and I, but once Sarah gets on, this is it. Our radio show is over. It's like, going to be gang up off. on Jim Day. It is. Two girls against Jim? <laughs> All right, guys. Until next week, peace out. Be good. Emmy, see you guys later. <laughs>